Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Heck yeah, Joe Biden greenlighted this attack. How? By switching sides in the war on terror in a way that made it crystal clear to Iran and Hamas exactly whose side he was on. Pretend for a minute you're not an American. Instead, you're an Iranian mullah, a hardline jihadist. You'd love to go launch some terror attacks, but every time you think about it, All you see is that suitcase going round and round and round, that turnstile. The suitcase of Qasem Soleimani, who Trump essentially vaporized from the sky before he could pick up that suitcase. It sent the message to the Iranian mullahs, we can get you anywhere you go. Doesn't matter if you're an Iranian major general like Soleimani was. If we consider you a terrorist, we will vaporize you in your own living room. We can get you anywhere. Nowhere is safe, which is why just last week, even Joe Biden advisor Jake Sullivan was saying it's been remarkably quiet in the Middle East. And the Middle East region is quieter today than it has been in two decades. Yeah, Jake, that didn't age well. When we last tuned into the Middle East, Trump was ruling it with an iron fist in partnership with Putin, and things were good. They just vaporized a 41,000-strong Islamic caliphate on the border between Syria and Iraq. And the jihadists were so terrified, remember, they dressed in dresses to attempt to sneak out of the country. But we didn't let them. Remember that Moab? They were so afraid they had gone deep into the earth in the caves to hide. That's why we use the Moab. It is a bomb that specializes in killing people who've dug into the earth. We wouldn't even let these nasty cockroaches hide there. So, of course, up until last week, everybody in the Middle East was well behaved. You can thank Donald Trump for that. So what changed? Hamas and their sponsors... Iran wouldn't have dared to pull this just a few years ago. They'd be afraid to step out on a street corner and get vaporized from the sky. Well, they're not anymore. The Wall Street Journal broke this story this morning. Iran helped plot attack on Israel over several weeks. The Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps gave the final go-ahead for the mass murder of over a thousand Israelis, including Americans. 
So it sure looks like the Iranian leadership isn't afraid they'll be vaporized from the sky anymore. Here's why that is. Because the Biden administration deliberately telegraphed that they have an absolute derision for the victims of terror and that they had switched sides. Here's how they did it. It started with the timing. Again, imagine you're not an American, okay? You're an Iranian mullah who wants to green light a terror attack, the worst one on Israel since its founding. And the message from the Biden administration starts in the weeks before 9-11, deliberately choreographed to deliver a green light to Iran and, yes, to Hamas. It starts in the weeks before 9-11 when the Biden administration mocks victims of Islamic terror by sending the families of the victims of 9-11 a letter right in the weeks leading up to 9-11 saying, oh, hey, they think they'll plea bargain with the 9-11 terrorists and probably no death penalty. No court case either. We'll just cut him a deal. But the real message to Hamas, to the terrorists and the Iranian mullahs came on 9-11. Because the Biden administration, in a pure stroke of diabolical evil, announced, waited till 9-11, of all 365 days in the calendar, waited till 9-11 to announce the Iranian hostage deal. We would get five of ours locked up there. They'd get the same in exchange, plus $6 billion. On a previous Battleground podcast, I've explained how Obama and now Biden do this in order to transfer money to Iran. Remember, Obama did it on pallets of cash in foreign denominations and got caught. Right. So they can't do that anymore. What do they do? They use hostage swaps as a pretext to send money to Iran. It's cover. Oh, no, no, no. We paid that for the hostages. But you got the same number of hostages in exchange. Yes, the idea was to send the $6 billion. The reason they did it on 9-11 was to send a crystal clear message to the Iranian mullahs and Hamas. We have switched sides. We are Democrats. We have always supported Palestine over Israel. Here's the thing about Iran. They have been crystal clear what the purpose of their nuclear program is. They're not even hiding it. It's to, quote, wipe Israel off the map, unquote. When you send them money, that's what you're paying for. That's what you're supporting. The secondary goal of the Iranian new program is death to America. That was made really clear when their MPs chanted it on the floor of the parliament. Death to America. We even know how they plan to bring death to America Our former CIA director, Woolsey, has testified multiple times in front of Congress about it. He says it's the thing that scares him the most. It's the leaked Iranian plan by the Iranian military to take a nuke when they get them from the nuclear program Joe Biden just funded with the $6 billion and explode it as an EMP over America and destroy our grid. CIA director Woolsey says it keeps him up at night. It's the thing that scares him the most, especially knowing that Iran already has a plan to do it. Israel goes first. America goes second. Woolsey estimates that 90% of Americans would perish within the first six weeks after the EMP decimation. There won't even be clean water. We need electricity to flow through the grid for that. And there won't be any. 
So Biden administration announces this outrageous Iranian plan on 9-11. That is why they chose that date. They are that diabolical. Then they send Joe to the furthest geographic location in the U.S. they can find from the site of 9-11, Alaska. All that is choreographed. The letters to the 9-11 families, the announcement to Iran on 9-11, it's an absolute nod from Obama. Yes, Obama. That's who pulls the strings. So what happens next? So look at this. And again, keep pretending you're an Iranian mullah. Well, as cover, John Kirby, spokes hack for the Biden regime, comes out and says, oh, well, don't worry. Iran is not allowed to spend that money except for humanitarian causes. The Iranians then mock them by contradicting them, saying, nah, we'll use it however we want, which means terror. Do you believe you have the right to use that money in any way that you see fit? This money belongs to the Islamic Republic of Iran, and naturally, we will decide, the Islamic Republic of Iran will decide to to spend it wherever uh, we need it. Again, we know that that means that that money will either be spent to wipe Israel from the face of the earth with their nuclear program or on terror attacks, or both. But what do we do? Even in the face of Iran saying, we'll use it however we want. We released the money anyway. They knew exactly what we were saying. And within three weeks, they were butchering Israelis in the worst attack on Israeli soil ever since the original war that established the Jewish state. Incredibly, Secretary of State Tony Blinken made it clear on Sunday morning of all times, two days ago, that the Biden administration knew exactly how these billions would be spent by Iran. What do you say about the argument that money is fungible? So Iran may have known this money is coming and used other funds to help fund this attack that happened. Iran has, ha, Iran has unfortunately always used and focused its funds on supporting terrorism, on supporting groups like, uh, like Hamas. Uh, and it's done that when there have been sanctions. It's done that when there haven't been sanctions. Again, Biden Secretary of State Tony Blinken says this Sunday morning when asked about the money. That doesn't matter. They always spend it on terror. Why is this money any different? Well, because you handed it to them after they said they'd use it however they wanted. They knew what that meant. For Tony Blinken to say this, just green lights further brutal attacks on Israel. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. But here's where this gets wild as an absolutely diabolical message is sent from the Biden regime to Iran and Hamas. All weekend long, the liberal mainstream media jumps in and is defending Biden, especially liberal news reporter Jennifer Griffin of Fox News, a real piece of work. She's out there. But none of the billions, the six billion have been spent. It's all still sitting in an account. You can't blame Biden. And so, she says, no dollars and cents from the $6 billion could have been spent on the attack. Biden 
is in the clear. Now, of course, everybody else on our side responded, well, money is fungible. So if somebody gives you $100 this month for free on your food bill, guess what? You've got $100 more to pay your electric bill or in Iran's case, your terrorism bill. But everybody missed the key point of that. Wait, none of the money's been spent? Nope. So we could just refreeze it in response to the brutal murders. Yup. Did you see Biden do that? Nope. And neither did Hamas or Iran. Wait, they could refreeze it. Yes. All they'd have to do is put the sanctions back on, on any bank that transfers it. But they haven't. Even after they learned that nine Americans were among the dead and there are likely American hostages. Still not budging. That's a powerful signal to send to Iran that we are in your pocket. Now, here's the thing. They may have to reverse this out of the sheer embarrassment. But what it tells you and Iran is that the Biden administration will go as absolutely far as they have to to protect Iran and to back Hamas. Again, sheer public embarrassment, I'm pretty sure, will eventually force Joe Biden to refreeze these funds. The fact that they have not is an astounding attaboy to Hamas and to Iran. Kaylee McEnany, former Trump spokeswoman, missed none of it. They're bringing the $6 billion to light. Yes, we're talking about it. And then there's the $60 billion, as John Radcliffe told me yesterday, $60 billion in unenforced sanctions that have freed up Iran to sell oil. Mm-hmm. If I'm President Biden, I'm not only in front of a camera today, I'm announcing new sanctions on Iran. Um, I am there talking tough and saying, you enabled this in no uncertain terms. And we haven't heard that from him. No, we haven't. And this is exactly why Joe Biden spoke to the press about this for just a minute and 55 seconds, then turned his back And shuffled off because he couldn't answer those questions. They're trying to protect Iran and Hamas. Because naturally, the first question would be, will there be any sanctions? And the Biden regime does not want any sanctions. So it walked away having done nothing when it could have done everything. Again, what is the purpose of that? To telegraph to Iran and Hamas, we have switched sides on the, in the war on terror, we are with you. We will protect you for as long as we can. That led to this staggering headline in the UK Daily Mail, the world's largest newspaper. Headline, Biden is slammed for holding a barbecue at the White House as Hamas holds Americans hostage and kills at least four during their surprise attack on Israel, which left 700 Israelis dead. President makes no... And the UK Daily Mail puts no in all caps. President makes no statement day after assault. So literally picture this. You're Iran, right? You're not American. As we're learning, they have murdered Americans because the news broke almost exactly in tandem with the barbecue. The smell of the smoke from the barbecue wafts from the Rose Garden out. They don't cancel it. The president has nothing else to say. Why? Again, because he's going to be asked, Americans have been killed. Will there be sanctions? Joe may eventually be forced into clawing this money back, but they're trying as hard and as long as possible to protect Hamas and Iran. In the process, sending the message, we have your back for as long as it's politically feasible. How do we even know they were having this barbecue? 
The UK Daily Mail reported a pool reporter overheard a band playing from inside the White House lawn and asked a spokesperson what was happening. They continue. Biden made no statement on the attack Saturday other than a confirmation of a phone call with Netanyahu as at least seven Americans are confirmed dead. Worse yet, if they'll kill Americans there, they'll kill them here. Here's what former Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy said on Sunday on Fox News. I don't usually agree with him, but he's right here. This could actually happen in America. Our border is wide open. We caught more people in the month of February on the terrorist watch list than we did in the entire last administration. There could be cells sitting in America right now based upon what's happening. One of the things I love most about the PhD weight loss plan, aside from the 29 pounds that I've lost in the eight months I've kept it off, is that the PhD weight loss plan is for life. You still have access to your coach even after you're in maintenance. You can always call them with questions in for help, and it's one big community. You get to join their Facebook page, you stay in touch, you swap recipes. I love the ongoing continuing support that I get in the PhD weight loss plan. That's what's made all the difference in me keeping this weight off for eight months. If you want to find out how I did it and if it could work for you, find them online at myphdweightloss.com. And you can do it in any of the 50 states. In fact, there is somebody doing it in every single one of the states because you can do it online. Find them online, myphdweightloss.com. That's myphdweightloss.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.